This is a fourth hand production. Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't uh, know planes man. that they're building? police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. There's this weird animal-like creature that was shot, wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome everybody to Strange Uncles. I'm Shane. And I am John. And I am a spooky boy. Mm, spooky boy. Mm, it is October right here. So mm-hmm. oh, it's a good start yeah. so far. I uh, I just watched the Candyman right before we got on. Oh, shit. The oh, how one? was that? Uh, it was the old one. Oh, Still I think the new one. ones. I think the new one's already off HBO Max. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just watch the first oh, one. Shit. Yeah. I haven't checked it out yet. Been waiting to. I've yep. been trying to drag my feet on that. And then uh, HBO Max has that malignant. I think. Has anybody seen that one? No, but I'm interested. Mm, I don't know some weird like hybrid slasher thing that I don't know. You know, oh. it is the season to break yeah. out the cool stuff. Although I will say, I found myself getting stoned and watching part of Hocus Pocus the other night. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What am I doing? I mean, it's just such a good classic movie. <laughs> it's such a great show, dude. Aubrey was watching that the other night, and I was like, oh, Hocus Pocus, huh? And she was like, yeah, I've never seen it. What? And I was like, the fuck you've, you've never, never seen, seen it? Hocus Pocus. I like, had never seen it until last year when you made me watch it. And she was like, <laughs> I've never seen it. And I was just like, whatever you got to tell yourself. You were giving me shit that I've never seen it. I was sent by a body snatcher, evidently. If you, I just don't know. What the fuck? There's some movies. It's like saying you've never heard Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. It's like, yeah, no one is want, wants to hear that. But we've all fucking heard it. It's like Hocus Pocus. Like, that has just inadvertently been on it. A yeah. friend's house while you're there, yeah. or like on you know the what I mean. Side behind you, somewhere yeah. or another, Just, it's it's a thing. You, you know? can't escape not seeing Hocus Pocus. No, you can't. And you know, if you really get into it, you almost find yourself making that weird smirk that Bette Midler does when she plays a character. I fuck, man, she did that so good. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, and right. uh, what's her face is pretty damn hot in that movie. Isn't that Sarah Jessica Parker? Uh, Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker, yeah. Yeah, she was. You know what's funny? The only time I found her attractive. <laughs> the only time. Just that one time. Um, really? I knew a guy, actually, I know a guy uh, in the Vegas circles we used to hang with. Really great dude. And he's a, um, what do you call it? Burlesque. Uh, he does, um, he dresses up like showgirl. I can't remember the name now. What There's a name for it. Drag queen, kind of, I guess. But he does uh, the Bette Midler character to a T. And he went to some convention back east, and she was there signing autographs, and he oh, dressed really? up as her. And she's like, oh, my God, you are better me than me. I mean, it was like, it was crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's it was so, so cool. ecstatic. That's like his picture on his wall, all signed and autographed by Bette Midler. I'm like, ah, should I do that, too? That's awesome. You know? Oh, yeah. that'd be. I mean, if that's your thing, like that's yeah. like the highest honor. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I've got a crazy story that happened to me today. Oh. So I there's this new family that moved next door to me, and um, they got a couple kids, and I went out there. Um, they were like building a fort next to my chicken coop, and I was kind of going out there just to make sure they weren't like messing with the chickens or doing anything. But 
they start talking to me and asking like, was there, is there a girl that used to live here? Whatever. We found a bunch of girl stuff in the shed. There's like this kind of crappy shed in the back. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a family that lived here a while ago. And they're like, well, what happened to her? And they're like, her mom just had to move. But the crazy thing is, is that little girl, that 10 year old little girl next lived next door to me, got hit by a car, died in front of my house a couple of years ago. Oh, that's right. So I, and I, I know you guys have heard the story, but so, and so that and it was horrible. It was like literally right in front of my house, like in front of my house. Mm-hmm. It was fucked up and so shitty, but they're like, yeah, we can hear her singing in the, in the basement. And she knocks sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, but I didn't tell her like, oh yeah, that oh the little girl, uh, she used to live here, but she got hit by a car and died in front of my house. Because I'm right, not going right, to tell right. that to a nine year old like at all. Yeah, and like they just all of a sudden said that made my hair stand up on my arms, wow. and I was just like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, we can hear her singing sometimes, and she she knocks a lot, and Ooh. I was just like, what? And she's like, yeah, she's always downstairs. She's like, we think maybe she died bad or something like that, and I was just like. just standing there like we're talking to each other through the fence you know and i i was just like you didn't know what to say uh, like you didn't uh, say that i i was just like well i'm sure if you have a ghost in your house i'm sure she's really nice (laughs) i mean i don't know (laughs) i don't think i would have pulled anything off better dude (laughs) it would have been you you look at him and just go boo and run away that probably would have been the right response mechanism uh, yeah, I, I mean, they're nine and ten. Maybe they got some overactive imaginations or something. But like, just talking about that, and then all of a sudden they just said that. I was just like, "That is crazy." What shit. the fuck? Now that's I'm the so... house on. That's one where the shed's almost dilapidated, right? Like, if you look yeah. on your porch to the left of you. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Oh, yep. dude. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm such a bad liar and like excuse maker upper that I would have been like oh yeah she died gotta go yeah i would have fucked that all up <laughs> it would have been yeah, so I would have been like mm, i'm sure she's nice or something i would have been like oh yeah she got hit by a car it was a real mess yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah I, I was just like, like i got emf yeah. meters and stuff can i come up can you tell you can you ask your mom dad if i can come over just for a little bit that probably would have <laughs> yeah. been good either i know oh, i was wow, thinking dude. that i'm like man set up shop and they're like it always happens at three in the morning really on like, they said yeah. that yeah they said that that's a witching that's hour weird that's crazy. Yeah, I know. When they said that, I was just like, have you guys been watching? T- what? I, I state that. Too weird. You this guys don't fucking weird. know. Like the, we've been doing this podcast for how long? I'm like, oh, John, do you know that that's a witching hour? Yes, of course <laughs> you fucking know. Sorry, dude. That's crazy. That blows me away. That yeah, it was pretty. Is, um, it was pretty wild. It, it, wow. it, it gave me goose, like literal goosebumps. And then I came in and I was like, Tori, guess what? I, our I was new say, little neighbors you, just said, do? we got goosebumps too. And she was just like, what? Oh, if you're ever invited over for dinner, I what are you gonna do? Uh, not go. I don't think I like their parents. <laughs> you don't think you would? Do really that. nice kids, though. Well, good thing yeah. that they're the like, yeah, mom just got out of jail three months ago, and uh, we were in a foster home, and I'm like, oh yikes! Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Well, got to be better than who you had. Uh, no, maybe no. These people are far worse. Oh boy. Well, that's uh, what is it with that? Now I, I miss my old neighbors. Now I like truly miss my old. When neighbors. you talk shit about because they constantly. weren't they weren't bad. All they did was just not like keep up with yard work. They were just so shepherds. Yeah, that was just annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I do the same thing with my neighbors on the. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, I love the neighborhood, but you know, you go a few houses down and it turns into White Trashville, and it's like, come on, can you not? 
rear fucking rev the engine on your 74 trans am at two in the morning could you please just not do those simple things it's not that hard it is the mating call of of the white trash clan yeah oh the white trash has moved right next yeah Uh, white trash moved next door they've got five cars in the back two two in the front (laughs) i don't think four of them are running oh well yeah there's that just like the free weights free weights all over the backyard now oh boy Uh, well, yeah. Well, on that anywho, note, number one, that's anywho. fucking scary. Number two, yes. I'm surprised that shed is not fucking falling over yet. And number three, um, keep an eye on your chickens because I don't think you're out of the woods yet. So I don't know yeah. if I would trust what they're going to do with anything. But man, yeah. that's crazy. The kids are sweet. There, there are some good kids. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was just a trip when they said that. They're like, we think there's a little girl, a ghost down in the basement, and it's a little girl. And as soon as I said that, I was like, because I didn't say anything crazy. about like. Anything like that. Crazy of shit. course. I'm, I'm talking gonna tell, like yeah, children. Yeah. I'm going to tell Mike Purdue that. I mean, that's, yeah, that's absolutely. Well, you know, number one, John, that's awesome because that's, it is the season, right? It's October. That's what we're kicking yeah. off with. Great story. Great story to run into what we're doing. Um, and we've done this version of this, I think, before. But it's always October. We've got a few episodes where we got to kind of cram in the spooky stuff because, you know, as one does. Um, so we are doing urban myths, and uh, that falls right in line with that stuff, dude. So that's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty crazy. I know we covered some of this before. I will say that I think before we didn't really dig that deep. I think this time we dug a little deeper. Uh, I've got a couple on my side that's really not like creepy, scary, scary, but it's still like, oh, shit, that really happened. Um, Josh, you did write up on some of it, and... I, you know, we're going to actually have this on the website. So something we don't advertise a lot because we don't update it often. Uh, MyStrangerGirls.com. You can go on the website and do that. And if you go on there and you go on research tab, you can click and, and we've got write-ups in there. Any, everything from the Titanic to Tesla and his weird shit to this. And we can add this to it. So sometimes we do write-ups and, and we just kind of correlate them. So you can read them too. And that's what we'll do with this one because there's some weird shit in here. And, of course, urban myths are always, I don't know, guys, like, you know, love them or hate them. You hear the same ones over and over every year. There's a few I've never heard of. Um, there's some that, Josh, you go a little bit more in depth with. And, John, you found some links. But uh, I don't know. If you have anything else to add to it, that just urban myths in general just fucking fun. I don't know how this shit gets circulated. And now with, like, technology and the social platforms and everything else, it, it, they just blow out of proportion, which we got a good example of one that absolutely was born off the internet. I think, right, Josh? Uh, it's worse. Well, there are so. a lot of those actually. I mean, yeah. um, we've talked about like slender man before, but like that straight up was born off the internet mm-hmm. and, you know, took on some real life implications, which is that pretty, we're, that's the fucking scary part wild, right there. You know, like, yeah. Um, just started as like a Photoshop Friday, little kids or not just little kids, but like people on the internet on creepy pasta got a hold of it and started giving them all sorts of backstory and mythology and stuff. And, uh, culminated with, uh, with uh, a couple of like 12 year old girls stabbing one of their classmates nearly to death, like Jesus. 19 times, I think, um, to yeah. appease the slender man. Mm. Like, uh, the whole thing was, uh, they were sacrificing her to the slender man to, go live with him apparently yeah i feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves aren't we maybe well (laughs) yeah a bit i mean that story is crazy Uh, but yeah um 
Well, with this being said, I'm going to throw it over to Josh because, Josh, I think you got the first one. This one is kind of near and dear to my heart because I supposedly, and I said it a couple times, I think, on the podcast, I've got some background to this, but I'm not sure. I'm going to give it to Josh and let you kind of roll with it because you did some write-ups, and then we can just, uh, we're just roundhouse some cool shit. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. So Yeah, so this is one that everyone should be familiar with at some point, been around for a minute. Uh, Bloody Mary, obviously, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we've all heard one version or another of this, right? Where basically in a dim or candlelit room, uh, you say her name X amount of times into a mirror. And, um, and then uh, she's supposed to show up behind you. And like in some versions of it, it's a benign interaction. And she shows you like the face of the person that you're going to marry. But in other, uh, other situations, like if you're like, uh, in, in older times, if you were going to die before you were old enough to marry, you would see like a skull or a grim reaper or something in there, Jesus. uh, in the mirror instead, um, instead of your future husband's face, um, which is crazy because I always had heard that this urban legend was given birth to in Ogden, Utah. Um, yeah, that's what you were in, saying. Like, 80s, that's interesting. Yeah. Like in the seventies huh. or eighties. Hmm. Um, but looking into tr- actually trying to chase that down a little bit, I just saw some stuff where it's, if it's not directly from like Victorian times, it's kind of hooked into older, uh, older urban legends that are from that era. Right. Like hence the right. might see a ghost in the mirror instead of the face of the person you're going to marry. Because I mean, in the eighties, who the fuck gave a shit, right. <laughs> you know, by the time we got, we get to that point in history. It's a lot less pressure to marry and like wonder who your future husband's going to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and, and honestly, and I'll, if you don't mind real quick, I, I'm, I mean, there's more to it. That's for sure. But, and I w- might've been wrong because I always thought like I heard, and this is how Ermin miss happened because they stem from one thing to another thing. But you know, even if you look it up, you're saying it was stem from Ogden in like the seventies, eighties. Uh, they're saying that it came, it wasn't a real person. It could have been, uh, let me see, what is this? The Mary Tudor, who's the daughter of King Henry VIII. I always believed that it was the original Bloody Mary, who was Queen Anne Boleyn, who was married to King uh, Henry, evidently, and he had her beheaded. That was a story that I heard, and my family always told me, my mom's mom, mom, said, well, we're related from that lineage from Queen Anne Boleyn. But that's not necessarily the case in Bloody Mary, as it seems like. It, I, it sounds like there's like four or five different things going on here. Well, and with urban legends, that's the thing, is like... right they can all like they originate kind of from all over like who's to say that bloody mary wasn't kind of from that lineage or something but it also did kind of originate over here and it kind of originated like i think these stories get legs from different areas and kind of all meet up and that's why you have like so many different when i was a kid i thought she'd just jump out of the mirror and stab you to death or yeah. something yeah yeah that's, that's i heard that's that the too version I and i was never brave enough to say it at what, like three times or five times yeah. or whatever? Two and a half. I, I, I remember saying it like a couple. I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm yeah. out. I, I yeah. never had heard of any benign encounters. So no. I was always like, why the fuck would you even do that? You know what happens? She jumps out of the mirror and fucking kills you. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Right, right. Yeah. You know? um, but I mean, dummy. that's the way of all folklore. Of all folklore, basically, is that, you know, there for all of humanity's cultural differences we have a lot of cultural similarities as also, as well. And uh, so I think, um, 
we have a lot of like cross cultural fears that kind of basically are just natural to the human condition. Yeah, nice way to put it. And so sure. a lot of these legends kind of like one variation or another springs up in different localities and then you know as as people kind of like as mass communication starts taking over they all kind of get even more blended together you know yeah yeah mm. i mean i'm sorry to interrupt you i just is fascinating that's fascinating how things get legs yeah. like it's just crazy but anyway yeah no um i mean so basically like all of the different stories are like that the 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 person that does the ritual um they may endure the apparition screaming at them, cursing them, strangling them, stealing their soul, drinking their blood, or scratching their eyes out. Um, so, like, I don't know why you would do that just to catch a glimpse of the dude you might bone later because you're going to bone him one way or the other, right? Pretty fucking desperate. Yeah, that's so, me. You're gonna, it's going to happen. Yeah, so I, I don't think that risk is worth the reward of, of seeing that person before you just meet them like you're going to anyway it's it that's kind of another thing with like urban legends and folklore in general is like uh a lot of it starts out as like cautionary tales right you know like uh and, thinking yeah. of like the brothers yeah. grim and like all those fairy tales that were basically like hey little kid i'm gonna scare you so bad of going of wandering off into the woods that you just won't do it yeah yeah you're you gonna know? stay out of that cave or you're gonna stay away from that lake or whatever it is yeah exactly yeah and so. as we become less agrarian and more urban um, and, and those particular kinds of dangers kind of f- fade away. I think it, it starts kind of becoming a little bit of a rite of passage to, to attempt these things. Cause I remember when I was a kid, uh, my sisters, my older sisters and their friends would always do like the stiff as a feather, light as a board thing. Oh, I did that yeah. so much. I did that. They shit did too. like, they <laughs> so did dumb. bloody Mary a couple times and it really pissed me off because like, it's sort of similar to Candyman. And I saw mm-hmm. that movie mm. when I was way too fucking young, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will admit, actually, John, you were talking earlier that you watched that show. I've never seen Candyman, and I've never seen the remake. I think if you watch the first one now, it's dated enough that, um, like, the story is still scary, but, like, I'm sure the effects are pretty yeah. cheesy looking, so it's it's probably a little bit kind of more like along the lines of the original like evil dead you know where it's like might even be a little bit more funny than scary just because of that but like when i I think it holds up pretty pretty well actually like it definitely is dated a bit but like definitely not like evil dead like this was like a real production and money put towards it you know like there wasn't yeah it was the same guy it's it's, it's not campy okay no i haven't seen it since no clive barker and (laughs) Oh, no, the yeah, dude that yeah, did yeah, Evil yeah. Dead, no, no. Two no, I totally mean the actor. People. I mean, didn't the actor come in for the remake? Or, I uh, haven't seen the remake, okay, but I think gotcha. so. Anyway, yeah, um, crazy. But, yeah, uh, it scared the shit out of me. I had a huge-ass mirror that was bolted to the wall in my creepy basement bedroom. Oh, great. And, uh, <laughs> like, I couldn't fucking do anything about it. Like, I couldn't cover it up. I couldn't take it down. It was just part of the room. <sighs> Your and, parents, like, dude. What the fuck? Many a sleepless night staring at that thing there's something creepy about a big mirror i've always been afraid of mirrors too like i'm not afraid of mirrors but like i remember being a little kid like seeing mirrors like oh shit like don't look in it or the same way the same way i know so i don't know if you guys ever seen it not to get off beaten path but uh you ever watch the movie prince of darkness where they actually pull the satan's antichrist or his kid through the mirror i watched that show when i was a kid and i mirrors in general i couldn't even walk by one for like years so i yeah there's something about 
You know, and even mythology with well, a mirror, your reflection there, and all that shit. That's yeah, crazy. There is something about it. Um, staring into a mirror in a dimly lit room for a prolonged period can cause one to hallucinate. Uh, facial features may appear to melt, distort, disappear, and rotate, while other hallucinatory elements such as animal or strange faces may appear. Uh, Giovanni hmm. Caputo of the University of Urbino writes that uh, this phenomenon, which he calls the strange face illusion, is believed to be the consequence of a disassociative identity effect, which causes the brain's facial recognition system to misfire in a currently undefined way or unidentified way. Um, other possible explanations for the phenomenon include illusions attributed at least partially to the perceptual effects of uh, Toxler's fading and possibly self-hypnosis or apothenia. Well, there you go. <laughs> is the <laughs> little sense. scientific blurb they had that's like, this might be what why this urban legend has such legs. Because um, it actually is a psychosomatic yeah. thing. It, it occurs. Yeah, well, because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's a reason we're all, we, all, we all get a little weirded out when we stare into a mirror too long, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, well there yeah. you go. So my the phobia, the phobia is called isoptrophobia, and it's a rare phobia that causes sufferers to be irrationally fearful of mirrors or seeing themselves in a mirror. So wow. I don't. I think maybe we all have like a very mild, mild, mm-hmm. mild form of that. I think. Let's hope it keeps mild. Let's hope it doesn't go to another level. Yeah. When I, I fir- when I first moved into this house, the uh, the basement's kind of mostly done. There's some of it that's you know not, but in the corner was a and the only thing down here was like a full-length six-foot mirror that was mm. just – it was just the weirdest – I don't know, just where, like maybe people don't know what to do with mirrors. They're like, well, fuck, we're not taking this with us, and they just leave it, and that's more likely the story. But at the same time, it's, you know, when you step downstairs and the only thing in the whole space is this one – I don't know. It just And there are a lot of like weird-ass stories about like haunted mirrors and them being like portals and shit too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, tons yeah. of them, tons of them. That's crazy, actually. So there's some science behind that for sure. Um, and I think a lot of these are been missed when you really start digging because you got to dig quite a few pages into whatever you're using for a search engine to find anything that's just a little bit different because they are all the same, all of them, you know. Yep. But yep. Um, was that all you had on Bloody Mary, Josh? I don't want to cut you yep. off. Okay, yep. so I've got a short one here that kind of goes into reality. And I kind of looked this up and I looked it through um, different websites to make sure and it Seems like this actually was based on something. But again, you know, we talked about urban legends and, you know, the Internet just is like anything else. One site might say something else, other site may not. But this one actually had legs, and it was more of a locale thing than anything. Um, have you guys ever heard of the story about the bunny man? I never have. At all? Nope, not I haven't either. Today. This is a new one, too. And this goes right kind of with the slasher stuff, but it's kind of cool. Um, short little blurb here. So the legend of the bunny man originates from Fairfax County, Virginia in the 1970s and involves a man dressed in a bunny suit attacking people with an axe, as one does. So one version of the legend states that during a transfer from a mental facility in the early 1900s, one of the inmates escaped. During the search, hundreds of skinned rabbits as well as a human body were found strung from the trees in the nearby woods. So I'll stop the story there. So this is similar to like everything else. You know, you hear like the hook mm-hmm. right on top of the car, all that bullshit. You know, people love the fact that People are fucking crazy and insane. They're going to kill everybody. Uh, for some reason, it's all over TV. And I, I've just never been a slasher type guy. I just don't like those kind of movies. But Scream's coming back. So, yeah, there you go. It's a thing, evidently. Um, anyway, back to the story. The police cornered the inmate at the Colchester Rail Junction, but he was hit by a train, 
like every country song I've ever heard of. Mm. Uh, and then to add that, every Halloween holiday, people saw the reappearance of rabbit carcasses emerge under the railroad area. Uh, the bunny man was reported by to be Douglas J. Griffin, who was actually in a mental institution for killing his wife and children. But subsequent research showed no records of Douglas. And I looked up that name, and that name does come up, but it doesn't reference anything to that. It's actually spelled weird. So I put the actual spelling in, and it's still... But you wouldn't you know, be able to find anything like that on any hospital anyway. But um, there's nothing that linked that name back to this myth, I guess, is kind of the road I'm going down on that. So, you know, maybe it's got legs. I don't know. Uh, even so, this legend has seen the Colchester overpass become an attraction for ghost hunters and curiosity seekers. Here's a little more to add to the story, and this is interesting. So that was in the 70s. In 1982, obviously not too far past this time frame, uh, this picture, and I sent you guys this research, and again, we'll have this up on mystrangeuncles.com. It'll be right up up there. You guys, there's a couple pictures added, and you guys can check them out. Uh, in 1982, this picture, which we will include uh, on the website, was found behind a dumpster in Georgia. It was handed to the police right away, but the case remains unsolved and open to this day. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the picture looks kind of staged, to be honest with you, but very you know if it's not that's fucking creepy but if it is staged well good on you and i think she's wearing wearing a chicken chicken mask yeah wearing a chicken mask yeah so you know maybe it's a scene from a bad horror movie that never got made i i'm leaning towards that thing but you know you never know but anyway um just kind of funny we stumble on stuff that uh you didn't think existed there you go the money man just like the slender man so Anyway, um, John, you got a few, I think, on your side, right? Yeah, so um, getting back to a local one, this is just a little short one, but there is uh, the curse of the Escalante Petrified Forest. So that's kind of in our backyard. While, while it's illegal to take anything from the Escalante Petrified Forest State Park, there is a legend that says that anyone who takes pieces of petrified wood from the park will be cursed with bad luck, sickness, and accidents. And um, park manager Kendall Farnsworth stated in 2014 that he gets about a dozen packages every year containing a piece of wood from the park and an apologetic letter detailing the sender's misfortune. Really? Hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think there's probably similar, similar legends about that from other national parks and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Just a little quick one about that. I know uh, Um, Bodie's like that. I think the ghost town in California. Like that's reported that you can go there or Bodie Bodai Bodai, and uh, there's been a bunch of people that like picked up old remnants of shit in the town and literally they mailed them back because family members died or they got in an accident or they got ill, and once they mm-hmm. sent it back, it was all done. Uh, my question for you two, in regards as we talk about weird shit, do we think that's a curse thing or do we think that's more of a psychosomatic thing? And I don't mm. know, you know. Well, I don't really believe in curses, so I guess it's more psychosomatic. It's I've heard pretty much this exact same setup about a lot of like national parks, including like in Hawaii and like uh, other places, where and they say the same thing, where like people know they're not supposed to take shit. There's a legend of it being cursed. It's also maybe illegal. Um, and then, you know, they'll grab something, bad shit starts happening and it's usually something dumb, like a fucking rock yeah, or some simple piece of old wood or something. And, uh, they just end up mailing it back to the visitor center or whatever. And their problems seem to go away usually. 
Yeah, that's just weird. I don't, I know I was in a ghost town in Washington one time, and I picked up a part of a bedpost that was like in a cabin or something that was all demolished. And I carried it around for me for a while up in the ghost town. But then before I left, I was like, you know, I just, something in the back of my head, I was like, I'm just going to leave this here. And I put it back yeah. down and I left. I was like, I'm not going to be that guy. Whether it was that or whether it was like, I just don't want to be. That was before I really heard about a lot of curses and shit like that. So I mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, 50 Well, and it's funny too, because like, I don't believe in Bloody Mary, but I've never said Bloody Mary the right <laughs> number of times, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't believe in curses, but if I was in a ghost town, I'd probably be like, I don't really need to take that with me because <laughs> just on the offshoot that I'm wrong, you know, I don't want, that's, uh-huh. some, that's some fire. I don't want to be playing with. So slim chance, I, man, <laughs> I guess there is some part of me that believes that it could be a possibility. Uh, yeah. I think there's a, a fine line between skepticism and like, nah, but why risk it? You know, yeah. I, I, it sounds stupid, but I mean, really it's like, I, yeah, I mean, why I, that's not going to, if there is a slim, slim possibility, I, I really yeah. don't want to tempt the temptations here. Let's uh, let's leave this alone. So yeah, I would like not to be haunted curse, curse by for life. shit. I have enough um, problems. I got bills to pay. I did take a couple bones from Skinwalker Ranch area, and I was a little sketched out about that. But so far, so good. <laughs> not good. <wood. laughs> That's funny shit, man. Uh, there's also some. Moving on, we have a story coming out of Philadelphia, and it is the mysterious bus to nowhere. Mm. Um, so obviously, Philadelphia is a huge metropolitan area that has shuttles and buses take people all over the place, you know. Um, but there is a bus supposedly that gives um, a chosen few a new lease on life. So it's hmm. said that uh, the bus that leads to emotional salvation only appears to those trapped in the clutches of dark despair. Some, if not all of these tortured souls are so despondent that they don't know if they can make it through another day. It's only when they reach this level of hopelessness that fate steps in to offer them one last chance for redemption. Quote unquote, the wandering bus that is sometimes known appears from out of nowhere and returns to parts unknown upon completion of its route. Although it can show up just about anywhere, it is most often spotted in the areas of West Palatine, Center City, Passyunk, Haverford, and Dauphin. Huh. And to anybody that lives in those areas, I'm sorry, I probably butchered <laughs> every single one. <laughs> four out of five of those, at least. Um, those who claim to have ridden the bus relate that they felt compelled to do so for reasons they can't articulate. They only know that while trudging through the streets, lost and alone, they were thrown a lifeline in the form of a mysterious city motor coach. And according to them, the vehicle sports very little in the way of identifying markings. The LCD mark marquees blank, no routes, streets, destinations are displayed. And even though public transport SEPTA logo features prominently on the side of the bus, it is not listed on any official company manifest or transit maps. Huh. And you, the driver never allows his face to be seen, seems to sense exactly who is in need of assistance. After honing in on a likely candidate, he drives by them once as if to gauge their worthiness. And then upon seeing it for the first time, those for whom the bus is intended know instinctively that help has arrived. And those who see the bus but choose to ignore it never get another chance. Wow. I've got to say, I've never heard that story before. 
And if I Neither got on a I. bus and I, the driver, I didn't even know what the driver looked like. I oh boy, I don't know. That'd take a, that's a fucking leap of faith right there. But still, that's crazy. Only yeah, in Pennsylvania. Um, and I mean, apparently, it gives them a new lease on life. So um, yeah, I mean, fuck, I could use a who doesn't want that possibly eternal bus ride for now for mm. a minute. You know, yeah, give me at least thirty minutes to change my life around. That's all take I need. Me. If it's on a bus, that's fine. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I ride the bus until January? <laughs> yeah, they get with my luck. I'd leave everything important I own on the bus, and it would go like into limbo, and I'd never see it again. So yeah, yeah. apparently people say that once they're seated, those who retain memories of what happened next are called almost immediately falling into a state of deep reflection. And when mm-hmm. they go on there, and there's other people on there, it's like completely silent, and everybody's just like lost within themselves, kind of. And they're like working through their issues. Um, Isn't that yeah. like everybody in Pennsylvania, though? Or am I just stereotyping? I'm not sure. <laughs> everybody's working through their issues. <laughs> everybody's working through on them. public transit, right? No, well, that's where you do it. Yeah, I don't know a safer <laughs> place. <laughs> that's just funny. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, I'll tell you what. We're going to take a quick break. I got a bus. I got to catch, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? Contemplate the other side of reality? Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. All right, and we are back. Welcome to Urban Miss. Um, I guess what two point because we did something similar to this. At least I know last Halloween. I think if not the Halloween, I feel before. like our Halloween episodes kind of just turn into this, whether we mean it to or not. Yeah, they're always mm-hmm. fun to talk about, though. At least you know yeah. if it's new. But um, we're going to jump into more modern. I think Josh a little bit because, and I'll be honest with you before you get into it, and you talk a little bit about it in the beginning of the episode. I never gave this myth or this urban thing a, a note of thought. My kid, when he was a little teenage, you know, 13, 14, 15, he's on the internet. Oh my God, he would talk about what you're about to talk about. And I'm like, dude, don't take, take the fucking internet for granted. Don't, <laughs> don't go down that rabbit hole because that's stupid. But yeah, I mean, you know. like, I don't want to get uh, too far into it. Cause John mentioned that we've actually covered at least part of this whole thing before. Yeah. So like, but it is still really interesting, so maybe just, uh, you know. How it works is what baffles me, and this is a yeah. good, yeah, like well, people's minds, man. The The reason I wanted to, to bring it up briefly, too, was just because not so much of even about the the legend, but like how we have mentioned uh, psychological uh, causes behind some of these legends already. Um, I just think it's super interesting that like slender man was created we share a birthday on june 10th oh um in 2009 um what's up birthday buddy uh (laughs) on something awful which if you were on the internet in the early 2000s you went there and probably were a worse person for it um but uh there was it was just basically like an early like forum like a lot of a lot of meme posting and stuff And they had a contest called Photoshop Friday. And this dude, like the theme was like create a paranormal image 
And so this dude, Victor Surge, uh, contributed to black and white images with like an ominous figure in the background of children playing in, on a playground. And then he gave them subtitles. One was uh, 1983 photographer unknown, presumed dead. Um, and then the other one was uh, one of two recovered photographs from the Sterling City Library bra- Library Blaze. Notable, notable for being taken the day which 14 children vanished for what is referred to as the Slender Man. Uh, deformities cited films defects by officials. Fire at library occurred one week later. Actual photograph confiscated as evidence. Um, so it, it's obviously fiction, right? It's just a meme. Yeah. But. And, but like I was saying earlier, it hit the internet. It started gaining its own momentum and people started making up backstories and, and like a legendarium around, uh, around this character. Um, you know, and, and the, and it was crazy because it was crowdsourcing a myth in real time. That's yeah. (sighs) So like, uh, like there were just tons of different content creators making stories about this, um, giving, giving, uh, fleshing out the bones that the, the original Photoshopped images created. Um, and it did cross over into real life with uh, two 12-year-old girls in Waukesha, Wisconsin, um, stabbed their friend 19 times. Jesus Christ. Um, and basically said they were trying to sacrifice her to Slender Man. Like, one of them was absolutely, definitely crazy. Like, she read uh, all of the, like, all of the made-up stories about Slender Man in, on, like, uh, creepypasta and stuff and just internalized mm-hmm. them. And it became real to her. And the one that really scares me is the friend that just went along with it, who didn't believe in any of it. Yeah. Those, like, those are yeah, always sure, the scary ones. Yeah. Hey, I have you nothing know? to do on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one girl's still in like a psychiatric facility. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. There's an amazing documentary on HBO about it. Uh, I think it's called Beware the Slender Man. That, yeah. Um, where they, they oh, yeah. dissect this case backwards and forwards. Um, and, but it does concentrate more on, um, on that particular case, less on like the legend writ large. Mm. And I just think it's so strange how humans have this capacity to mythologize to the point where they would hurt someone Uh, like tragic event aside. We basically can see in real time, something that everyone knows is made up, uh, go to a thing that people start believing in to uh, something that some people would kill over. And it's like watching kind of almost like a like a mythological figure or god figure being born you know what i mean because we that's know a good it's way fake. to look at that yeah yeah yeah, we yeah. Fucking yeah. know it we know when right. it was created right. we know it's not a real thing but it's kind of become one but it's feeding into our it's kind of like its own tulpa yeah you know it's way. a lot like that yeah yeah so oh, you know Jesus. i mean like it's been given so much psychic energy from people believing in it and like just thinking about it and like creating around it that it's you know like i kind of wonder if this is how like ancient myths came about too is like someone was like all right i'm gonna tell you this story about i don't know zeus let's call him to uh to try and explain this thunderstorm because it's freaking you out right Mm -hmm. so and and it's so mass produced yeah that there's like a god that is causing all this ruckus then maybe you'll be more chill about it and that went into something that people were fucking, you know, wars were fought over. Yeah. You know? well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, all it takes is a collective consciousness to give it legs, give it energy. 
and oh, somehow yeah. we talk about mind over matter, dude. I mean, I read a book um, a few months ago, and it was about uh, the Indian. Uh, what was it? Not the Navajo, not the Utes. There's another tribe that was in that area. And when they talk about tulpas, and they, you know, okay, they got conquered by another tribe, so they basically what a skinwalker would be. It, you know, they make this psychic energy, and that skinwalker is supposed to go, you know, kill the Braves and the other tribe that you know had war with them. I mean, it was a very, it was really number one good engaging book. But at the same time, like the power of the mind, and you get enough people on that same circuit and on that same wave pattern, I, you know, like the golem. I mean. You know, you yeah. hear about that from Jewish myth. I, I you know, I, I can't say that. I don't know. My, I, I guess my the audience is out with me when it comes to how powerful is that, and does that lend credence to actually creating something? Well, I mean, if you look at even just like the modern uh, socio political landscape in America, like the truth doesn't fucking matter. It's whatever reality you can convince the most people with weapons is yep. real. Yeah. Good point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the mind's eternal. And it's real. It's real in there. It's real in their head. I mean, look at QAnon. It's exactly the same shit. Like all of a sudden when you're pointing out how everything that that someone brings up is total bullshit, they're just like what you're pointing to is evidence that they're wrong. They're looking at as confirmation that there's a cover up. You right. Know, yeah. Fucking nuts. Like they literally put as much credences of that as they do. It's the same guy that's waving the Trump twenty four flag on the back of his beat up truck. Like he yeah. really believes, at, which you know, or knock on wood. Even to so. uh, to throw uh, rocks at our own glass houses. Look at disclosure. Like, yeah. Fair. Why the fuck do you think? Why do you think that the government's going to tell you anything you can believe when it comes to this? And also, like, why do you care? Because like, you don't believe anything they've said anyway. Right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's a weird it, dichotomy that you find yourself in. Yeah. It's like it really makes you like a hypocrite. It's like, oh, way of yeah. thinking of like they yeah. they they're going to admit to it, and it's like, yeah, but you wouldn't believe them if they did. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's you know. Like, it's so are they lying to us, or are they going to tell us the truth? Which which one is it? And what's yeah. what's sad is that we're still at the edge of our seat, going, "Oh my god, I can't wait for the next shit all day, to come. every day." <laughs> it's so funny. yeah, and with that, you know, oh. I'm just it's just kind of almost entertainment with the whole government disclosure type deal mm-hmm. because I still am very like skeptical of anything, you know, like yeah, if we've learned our lesson, Project Blue Book, Grudge. It's all been. This has all happened before. It's all been yeah, done. yeah. I, I think there were it. efforts to not cover it up so much as discredit it, just to quiet the public down. Mm-hmm. Um, back in like the '60s, right? But I, I think that for the most part, we know what the government knows. For the most mm-hmm. part, yeah. No, I think for the uh, most yeah. part, like I don't yeah. think they know very much. Is what I'm trying to say. I, I yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, as far and, as but it they is. might. And you know, the thing is, you know, not trusting them is they may tell us they know more than they do know. Yeah, I mean it's all a psyop. Like or Richard Doty, just like <laughs> yeah, or it's not. Yeah, yeah it's or really here it is. We're just psyop, or God. this is really what they know. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yep. insane. No, and I know we love talking about it, and we all hope for the best. But at the end of the day, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, we're our own hypocrites for sure on everything. But um, you know, the mind is a terrible thing to taste. And you talk about that. You talk about Slender Man and how you know these things lead in the phobias around a population and a group of people. Um, I've got something here that really isn't scary as well. It's scary in its own little way, but it's not really like creepy scary, but I stumble on this because this is just a prime example of kind of what you were talking about, Josh. Uh, this is about phantom social workers. Have you guys ever heard about this thing out of England? 
I don't think so. I have not. A new one to me, too. So uh, the most upsetting urban myths typically involve children, which, you know, we know children's nursery rhymes, everything else. Uh, And England's phantom social worker phenomenon is a prime example. So a legend began in the 1990s when British newspapers started reporting on, quote, identified men posing as social workers and taking children from their homes for an evaluation. According to legend, one man who would be accompanied by several women would masquerade as a social worker. He would enter and inspect homes for safety and examine children for signs of abuse and then whisk the children away, never to be seen again. The urban myth spawned such hysteria that it spurred local law enforcement in South Yorkshire to create a task force to investigate the claim in 1990. Uh, the so-called Operation Child Care received more than 250 reports of this type of abduction as a result, though only two of those out of 250 were proved to be anywhere near valid. Okay, so that's the first half of that thing, which... Again, I've never heard of this, and you hear about abductions all the time. They're horrible, you know, to have happen. Um, yeah. One of those was a report of Ann Wiley, who claimed that a woman pretending to be a social worker suddenly appeared at her home after her 20-month-old son had been hospitalized for asthma. The woman had no identification and was accompanied by a man waiting outside. Suspicious, Wiley demanded more information. The strange woman placed her son's media records on the table, or medical records, sorry, on the table. Uh, but after the couple left, Wiley was able to confirm that they weren't social workers after all. Despite this chilling account, it is four years of active task force, which was uh, what was mentioned above, Operation Child Care. Uh, it didn't make one single arrest. Instead, authorities blamed the press for hyping a small legitimate problem into a large-scale paranoia that then spawned an urban legend, which... Just like we talked about in the beginning, we know how paranoia works. Once you, especially now with technology and the internet. I mean, it if it was bad forty years ago, it spreads like wildfire nowadays. It just it's insane. Um, but nonetheless, despite all that, there were at least two groups of individuals who abducted children by posing as social workers that were actually a real case. Authorities believe these were vigilantes who believed that it was their duty to protect children from abuse in the wake of a major child abuse scandal from the 1980s. That scandal involved pediatricians Marita Higgs and Jeffrey Watt. Stand by for this, guys. This is too much, actually, almost. The two doctors have developed a diagnostic test to detect sexual abuse in children, which involved probing the area around the child's anus. Uh, Naturally, this traumatized more subjects than it saved. Dozens of children were referred to a Middlesbrough hospital as a result, with a record 24 children being admitted in one day. In total, they had removed 121 children from their homes and incorrectly identified 90 fucking four of them as abuse victims. It's no wonder that 91, a year after the phantom social worker scare, that legislators uh, implemented the Children Act, which enforced strict regulations for social workers. And that's kind of how something, real life, spawned something that was good because now we have laws in place. But holy shit. Could you What insane people. Oh, we got a test. Oh, yeah. It's fucking 100% effective. We have to save these children and abuse them ourselves. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. I mean, (laughs) it's not fucking funny, but it's like, my God. Oh, it's what just so fuck. It's so insane. It's comical. You're just like, oh my God. can't help but laugh at how ridiculous that is. It's insane. You know, and this is an, I hope those soul. people were sent to prison. I hope they had fucking anal issues too. Fucking for sure. The bastards. I just, you know, people that take advantage of kids. Holy shit. There's a, if there's a fucking hell, there's a good place in hell for you guys. Hopefully there's a little corner for you. I just yeah. can't, I just can't fathom. Anyway, I, I stumble on that. And again, it's not really creepy as much as it goes along the same lines of just uh, paranoia. 
and one thing can lead to another. But in reality, you still have this thing going on over here. And the same thing happens across the world, in our country especially, you know, to this day. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. So, anyway. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that is a terrifying thought to think, like, some random people can <laughs> come to your house potentially and just be like, mm-hmm. oh, they're ours. But yep. that's, you know. Flash something, and then all of a sudden. You need to see some know. straight-up identification and. I mean, it's bad a cop with you. <laughs> yes, that something. can happen with like real legit social workers who just don't understand like what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's who, that like, side of it too. Are a little overzealous and see signs of abuse where there aren't any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I and I get that side, and that's I guess what that's what's a shame. It's the people like this that ruined it for the other people that are overly cautious. You know, it's like uh, what we used to be. You know, shit. I was raised with spankings my whole life. I when I was an asshole, my dad spanked me. That's what happened. Didn't matter where we're at, whether it was public, that's how whether I it was home. Not to be an asshole. Yeah, that's how you learn not to be an asshole. And nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh no, you know, shit. The kids have CPS on speed dial if you raise a hand to them. It, it, yes, there's abuse. I get it, but at the same time. There's this fine line, and a lot of times we misconstrue that line, and we end up fucking ourselves in the long run, and and it's yeah, just a shame, you know. I feel like I've met some adults that never got spanked, and it, mm-hmm. and it shows. Yeah, it, it <laughs> absolutely does. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh. Uh, speaking of parental abuse, uh, <laughs> trying to fucking big parent is going after little kids candy. Fucking local news is at it again this year. Like we talked about last year, there uh, basically there's a lot of of false stories fed by law enforcement in a lot of cases of uh, people giving out edibles instead of fucking oh shit. It's like it's evolved. It's no longer uh, it's no longer razor blades and syringes in the candy. You got to watch out for uh, the hippies are giving their drugs away, which is complete and total bullshit. Because no one I don't know has ever offered me drugs unless it's like in a settings where you would expect that like a fucking grateful dead concert parking yeah you know? yeah and, and number one and number two you got to be a pretty rich hippie if you're going to give away your shit i mean i don't know anybody that fucking wants to do that so yeah that shit's know. not cheap no yeah i don't think you go from fun size candy bars to straight up giving away that'd be even better drugs than- that cost for mo- <laughs> like money it's like usually i think you'd at least go from fun size to regular size to king size work it down a bit <laughs> you know like you know. you know what i want to do I mean, can you imagine, though, like, fuck the neighborhood that gives out the full-size candy bars. We're going to the one where they're giving out the pots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Half of an yeah, that's just that's so, so ridiculous. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. I, I remember my mom wanted to, like, check my candy and stuff, and I'm like, Same here. Are, are you a professional candy inspector? Like, how do you know? If- Let me see your certification. Because <laughs> like, I don't I mean, trust you. Yeah, sure. I could see maybe like checking to make sure that nothing's been like, opened and packaged. closed again. Yeah, yeah. yeah and but, I get. And I know we talked about this. I'm sure, lads. John, you remind us. Yeah, of, we. You know, yeah, we have. I, it is but. just one of those things where it was a shame. You know, looking on hindsight, not to tell the story, but just you know, being personable. It. You know, we had a lot of elderly people living in Montana because they were just old and retired, and they just lived there. And all that, you know, the caramel candy corn and the popcorn and the, all the homemade stuff that they would literally spend a day or two beforehand making and wrapping oh, yeah. and handing out. My mom, chuck them right in the fucking garbage. I never yep. had anything that was, you know, candied apples right in the garbage. You know, just, I don't know. I, I remember that, too. I, I feel like when I was a young kid, there was yeah. a few people that gave out, like, homemade candy or something. And, that yeah, that was not allowed to eat. I don't think anybody does that anymore. But, uh, honestly, like, if, 
the people giving out apples got their fucking houses egged, and you know it. <laughs> I did. <don't laughs> that, that's that's worse than giving out uh-huh. raisins. Eggs, yeah. and, eggs and toilet paper. How much toilet paper? Got? Before there was a TP crisis, it was because of us stealing the shit so we could fucking wrap houses. It wasn't because we were in a pandemic. Oh, my. Yeah, how times gonna, have I'm changed. I'm going to grab a sewing needle and jab a hole in this apple so that my mom makes me throw it away because I ain't fucking eating that thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, to reminisce. So, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Man, I used to love toilet paper in houses. Yeah, yeah. it was so fun. That's something we should bring back. We should. We should. Yeah. Well, um, we've got a story out of Oklahoma. It's called the Shaman's Portal. Oh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but uh, there's some interesting things going on over at Beaver Dunes Park. <clears throat> it's located in the Panhandle of Oklahoma, the, and the dunes are home to a legend involving the Spanish explorer Coronado, mysterious late night military excavations, men in black encounters, and enough mysterious disappearances to warrant the nickname Oklahoma's Bermuda Triangle. Oh, Jesus, you don't see that on fucking newspaper headings anytime soon. No. I mean, that sounds kind of fucking cool, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. the coolest thing in Oklahoma. <laughs> well, the story goes that Francisco Vasquez de Coronado, as he traversed the area on his quest to discover New World gold, ignored the warnings of his Native American guides to keep away from the dunes. The price he paid was to have three members of his expedition suddenly vanish before his eyes amidst strange flashes of green lightning, a description Coronado himself penned in his expedition diary, calling the phenomena the work of the devil. Hmm. Known by the natives as the shaman's portal, the area has since been blamed for numerous such alleged disappearances, although none have been verified, especially in the last century or so. Um, however, locals have claimed to witness mysterious military excavations conducted under the cover of darkness in the nineties after receiving reports of unspecified strange findings from an Oklahoma state university archeologist. One Dr. Mark Thatcher is said to have spent three years studying the area until he was shut down by men with military credentials who fit the description of the notorious men in black. Hmm. Interesting. Um, it's unclear whether Thatcher was part of another unidentified university geological team who is said to have studied the area in the mid nineties. This team supposedly took a number of geological samples and found strange anomalies that included ionized soil and electromagnetic interference. All of this has led some to believe that an ancient alien spacecraft lies buried beneath the dunes. Oh, please, please be real. Oh. <laughs> Torqued. I mean, kind of sounds like the ground in, <clears throat> at skinwalker mm-hmm. it, it absolutely does for sure yeah um and that's pretty interesting that uh coronado put that in his diary yeah, yeah. that's an offshoot isn't it i mean yeah. i don't know like uh, i wonder what really happened there um but huh. sounds like cowboys and aliens to me yeah yeah <laughs> so a flying saucer isn't the only thing believed to be buried down there apparently the area is also an ancient native american burial ground and you know we all know that you don't want to be be I putting stuff on there. Windows. No, yeah. I'll no. yeah. see poltergeist. Yeah. Um, and the alien connection is only one hypothesis surrounding the area. Um, theories about the disappearances and the weird lights abound. Is the area a portal to another dimension? Were the people transported or incinerated by the green lightning? Was this some kind of native American magic meant to protect the tribal gold from greedy European explorers like oh. Coronado? One will never know, um, but that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no real evidence um, exists other than Coronado's diary. Every other claim over the last 500 years or so have been, well, shall we say, sketchy. But <laughs> Shall we say? Uh, <laughs> still. 
Wow. But um, still, it seems something happened. That. Yeah. yeah well, diary. well, still, it seems something happened to a couple of the people in his party. Enough, yeah. something weird happened to Enough where to he write wrote something it down. I mean, he wrote it down, like yeah. you know. Um. So definitely something that was hard to explain. Like he didn't know it, so something weird happened. Mm. I don't, you know what? I love little holes in the walls and, and I, you know, it's like the Skinwalker Ranch. I never fucking heard of the Skinwalker Ranch till I moved to Utah. Like, you know, you, you, and they're so similar. Like you got these similar stories on these places that I, I don't know. You know, there's something to be led credence into, you know, what really did they see? What did they, did they word it the right way? Was it, you know, whether I, I, I don't, I always wonder about that, especially old, um, diaries or facts or something that somebody writes something down and it's mm-hmm. so close to what we know now as as what ufos could be or something else I mean, it always makes me think a little bit about that yeah. i i don't know you know it's i kind of lean towards uh john keel's theories when it comes to stuff like that just that it's uh yeah you know uh there are window areas and there are uh you know there's like the whole we talk about the super spectrum all the time but like it doesn't necessarily need to be aliens from Zeta Reticuli, you know? Like Yeah, true. There might just be old shit on this very old planet that we don't understand that we can't see all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, they found tracks that now date us back another 13 something thousand years from mm-hmm. when they thought we migrate. We're still finding shit like that. So who's to say, you know? We're and again, we're dumb as dumb as rocks. In general, smart as we think we are, I'm sure that's probably more than the case. Josh is that it just we just don't know, man. We're finding these things, and we'll continue to find them. You know, it's just fascinating stuff. Fascinating. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and it's just interesting how stories catch legs, and they just like how they evolve and go. That, that's from what's crazy. Place I mean, to just place, and- story. You know, and again, we talk about anything from you know, scriptures to old folklore stories to urban myths, what we're talking about. It all falls in the same premise to a certain point that it, it just, it grows and how things grow and seeds are planted. I don't know. You know, mankind's beliefs fascinate me. And I think urban myths fall right in that line with that whole thing personally. So, mm-hmm. you know, but anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, we actually are. So I don't know if you guys are, well, if you're cool with this, we've got a couple more, but I think we're going to save for Patreon. I think. Um, we I got a cool few little. That. Are you cool with that? We got a little hodgepodge things going on. Yeah, that's enough free shit for you freeloaders. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we want to do something Halloweenish. Uh, we always say it. You know, if you have a story or a tale to tell, you can. I think really, if you have like an urban myth that nobody has heard and you can't find the internet, or a family story that's been passed down, we absolutely would love to hear it because I think those are the ones that um, they haven't grown legs yet. You've kept them in your family. I know I've got a couple. I told the Queen Anne Boleyn one, but, you know, everybody has at least one, I think, at least most people, unless you're just yeah, fucking boring. I think so. You know, but uh, write them in because we would love to hear them. You can write us at strangeuncles at gmail.com. Uh, if it's a short story under three or over three, I can splice it. You can call our hotline, 801-252-69. Bing bong. 40, <laughs> and uh, let us know. You know, tis the season. Halloween is upon us. It would be nice to hear something just fucking weird, you know, and uh, and get it out there. And you can remain anonymous too. We don't have to let uh, let anybody know who you are. So we'd love to hear it from from you for sure. Um, and then we'll also, with that being said, we've got a couple more guests lined up for October. We've got a really cool write up that uh, we've been kind of sitting on. Um, all kinds of neat things for you know this all Hallows Eve for sure. I know that I'm already planning what I want to do. 
you know, it's all fun. Do you guys got anything on your side? Uh, update, social media, creds, anything? Oh, you know, we're in the usual places uh, everywhere that crashed yesterday or whatever <laughs> yeah, that was. Right. Uh, I was smile are, from ear to ear. We are um, on Instagram and the other hell site, Facebook, at uh, Strange Uncles Podcast. We are on Twitter at Strange Uncles. We are on YouTube, I think also at Strange Uncles. And uh, I think that's about the only social medias we have. I ain't starting no TikTok. Yeah, I think that's it. And uh, let's just uh, mosey on over to Patreon with the strangers. Yeah, Patreon standby. Everybody else, uh, enjoy Hallow's Eve. We're coming upon it. Close the gates.